0: Record. There we go. It's going. There it is. We're, we're recording. Mr. Saunders. Hey.
1: There, there they are again. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Everyone's so happy oh, boy, to see oh, to hear from you here. Boy, man. Wow. Welcome man. back. That's why I'm here just to hear that. Put that on again. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> Mr. Saunders. Yay. <laughs> hey. Great.
0: You've had more to drink this time. <laughs> well, no, that's kind of worn off. Wow. Well, Hey, so we uh, we went to visit you in um, Minnesota. You yeah. spend your summers um, up at the family farm. Yep. And uh, so Jamie and I went up, and we saw you. Where where was it? Granite Falls. Granite
1: Falls, one? Minnesota, south southwest Minnesota. Yeah, yeah kind the, of close to the uh, kind of close to South Dakota on the prairie, right? Definitely. Prairie.
0: Yeah, and you took us through a um, you took us on a field trip. Mm-hmm, Yeah. And, and you took us to the showing us the farms. You showed us how the farms work. You showed you took us to the. Um, to the river what river yeah, was we
1: went well, well, we went to the Yellow Medicine River where I shot the deer on the bicycle remember that <laughs> that's right we went there just about I the same the spot I yeah. saw the 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 the, state. Br- the old bridge right there
0: yeah that you right past the bridge mm-hmm. you showed us
1: right where everything happened yep and then we went down uh, just ar- around that area Yellow Medicine mm-hmm. County
0: mostly so and, we learned a couple of interesting things. I uh, was really surprised, two things, one ecologically and one um, financially, uh-huh. you know, and it was really neat to see where you used to go uh, fishing and hunting. Right, right. And according to you, that's changed quite
1: a bit. Quite a bit. A lot of landscape change, right, in the last 50 years because the prairie has been drained of all of its, most of its water.
0: And what, what is that? That's called tiling,
1: right? Tiling, they call it, right, which means it's, you know, you're basically putting in irrigation pipes, under the under the ground and it has holes in it and it soaks and then that'll drain any slough or pond that was there right you drain well first of all you drain that into a ditch and you put these uh pipes that they call tiling underneath and that has holes in it like a like a um septic system kind of like but it's a it's a reverse septic system you got the water coming into the septic system and then going into the ditch it's all being funneled to the rivers. To the rivers, right. And then it gets funneled, of course, to the Mississippi River, and then that goes to the Gulf of Mexico, which oh, causes the problems down there with right. their new, too much nutrients and dead, dead spots in the ocean, right? It, that comes from uh, where you were, the Yellow Medicine River and the Minnesota River. <laughs> Is That's where the nutrients <laughs> well, start, and they go down to, yeah. to the Mississippi and on down. Well, we noticed you took us past
0: this uh, a farm and a staging area where there's these huge rolls of plastic. Too big. Yep, right. Massive rolls right. with these big um, ditch diggers, whatever. Right, right. And so they put these in all over the place. Right. Yeah, any,
1: pl- any time you have a field that's kind of muddy, you can put those in, and that'll dry it out, and then you get, uh, you'll get, you get a bigger crop. So right. when
0: you were a kid, I guess the, these ponds were mm-hmm. all dotted the landscape. Right, right. That's what the prairie was. Yep. It was little, small, rolling land right. and then ponds that
1: right. water would go lots through. of surface water with ponds and, and 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 uh cattails you know and uh and ducks and and fish. lots of you know mink and muskrats and uh the fish would go there in the springtime and breed and then they go back to the rivers and things like that it was a big system you know of, yeah a water flowage and it's right? all gone now it's gone now yeah yeah well and, and iowa's lost like 99 percent of their surface water And Minnesota's drained fifty percent of its, but of the farmland, probably they drained probably ninety percent. Well, we noticed
0: that driving all the way to the farm was it was like an industrial landscape. It was a factory, the whole prairie, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, Yeah, the prairie. Yeah, it's it's very geometric now. It's just big fields of corn and soybeans. A grid. It's a grid, right? And the, and the fields are square miles now. They're not, they're not little fields with fence rows and tree-lined things. And they're huge fields now. And so it's interesting because there's really not much out there. Even when the corn is growing, there's not anything out there. There's a few deer hiding in there, right? But there's no birds. There's no... Uh, and and from since you were a kid to today, you really noticed a difference—a huge difference, yeah. Because there's no, you know, there's so many birds used to be there, and now there's hardly anything. Because those fields are almost like uh, asphalt, like an airport tarmac. You know, yeah. it's, it's interesting because there's not a lot of stuff living out there, except there's the soybeans and there's some aphids on the soybeans, <laughs> and there's not even pheasants out there because pheasants need grasses and fence need rows. To and eat. they well, they can eat the soybeans, right, and stuff, but they can't. They'd rather have wheat and barley and stuff, but they but they there's no place for them out there. It's just kind of a plowed field and this and that. There's not a there's not a lot of wildlife right out there's there. No and then when they, and when they not, no there isn't a diversity and there's no crop diversity either.
0: Well, we so I sound is, like
1: a, I sound yeah. like some kind of a Greenpeace person right. here. I know I do, <laughs> but there really I think there is something that we need to look at here with our farming practices and say, boy,
0: well, somebody we met up there was blaming all the problems on global warming, and we're like, wait a minute. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like the floods and the and the droughts. Yeah, right.
0: But wait, this it's all managed land,
1: right? And a lot of the floods come because the water doesn't percolate anymore. It rains, it goes into those drainage pipes, into the ditches, rivers, and et cetera. And then you got a flood. I mean, two days after that, water hits Minnesota. It's going by Minneapolis and going into the Mississippi River. You know what I mean? It's overflowing the Mississippi. You bet it is. And then and then a month later, it's dry. Because there's no water being held. Right. You know what I mean? In that sponge-like. Then they got to pump more water or they got to, right? Irrigate or. Luckily, I mean, our crops, our seeds now, these hybrid seeds are so amazing. drought tolerant. Oh, you can't believe it. You get just a couple rains and you get these (laughs) unbelievable. Six foot tall. It's incredible that the the yield
0: you get from now. Well, we noticed that the river, you took us down into this, uh, the Minnesota River, Mm -hmm. and it was really sludgy. Mm-hmm. So all of that runoff from the farms, the potash, the whatever that they're putting in is just running right off into the, the river.
1: Well, well, they try to stop that, but I mean, you can't help it, right? Because as the water uh, lands on the, on the mud fields, it's going to go in the pipes. The pipe's going to go in the ditches, and now it's going to go into the rivers. You have to. They're going to fill with mud. And if the rivers, and then also if the rivers really get filled with water, it'll erode the riverbanks. banks. Well, and that like a, also brings a lot more mud in. It looks like a golf course pond in a in a way. The, the uh river did? Yeah. The area we were in. Yeah. 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 Oh, kind of muddy bottom yeah. and slick bottom. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Get a lot of that. And all yeah. that's being driven but, by. Well, you know, and there, there we go. Okay. So here's the going you go, why is this happening? And um one of the big causes is government is 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 the is the socialization of farming or we could call it turning it into a welfare state is 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 um federal crop insurance. So because as soon as they put the seed in the ground, you're guaranteed, right? You're guaranteed to get to to your expenses are basically going to be paid. Okay. If you get the seed in the ground in April, you're guaranteed if you buy federal crop insurance and you can't you have to buy federal crop insurance or you can't Borrow money for your machinery. So you, you, won't, f- you won't get a loan. John Deere
0: dealership's not
1: going to fund you.
0: No, no. Good luck making a payment, And right? your
1: bank isn't going to fund you, so you got to get the crop insurance, right? Wow. And you get the crop insurance. Now, Everything guaranteed. All of your expenses, and that includes your labor, right, is going to be paid for. And, so, and I know farmers will say, yeah, well, that doesn't cover this and that and the other thing. And, you know, but... You know, really my whole career, all I ever got paid for was my expenses. The government. <laughs> all I got was my <laughs> expenses paid for, right? I worked for let's say fifty five thousand a year. What did it pay for? All my expenses and a little bit of my lay and my labor. Right. And that was it. And then at the end of the year I was broke before school started again. So, you know, Federal crop insurance kind of guarantees that at least, that you're going to get everything paid for and you're going to get paid for your, your efforts. The right? more land and that so, you seed, the more you get paid? Yeah. Or- oh, definitely. Well, yeah, you do. You do. But, you know, it costs you more to buy the per- federal crop insurance. But So, so I guess the per- reason I'm talking about this is if you get – what federal crop insurance um, encourages is for is you to farm land that might not be that productive of land. Maybe you shouldn't have farmed the low land. Right with all the where the mud was and the water was, or maybe you shouldn't have farmed the hilltops.
0: You can take the risk because the feds are going to support it. You got it.
1: Someone else takes the risk.
0: Yeah. What What were you calling that you, earlier? Well,
1: yeah, in a way, it's it's the same dilemma as as we as called tragedy of the commons, right? Right. Which is interesting because um, even in the free market, um, the there's always uh, abuse of the land we call the commons. So. Like the ocean, which is not owned by anybody. It's commonly owned, right? Commonly held. And so that's what gets abused more than you'll abuse your own property. right? Okay, so why? Well, I'm going to overfish the ocean. Well, why don't you overfish your own private fish pond? Well, because that's my pond. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Mine, the bad word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I don't abuse that. You know, I abuse a public restroom, but not my own restroom.
0: Or right? Right. a reservation. You ever seen a reservation? Yeah, they, right, they Indian, that could be the same yeah.
1: kind of thing. Yeah, if you don't own it yourself, um, you have much more of a tendency to abuse that property.
0: Public right? housing,
1: public housing, sure. Um, well, I'm sure we could think of a lot more examples. But but the yeah. rivers are kind of that way, right? Right, because the farmer doesn't own those rivers, he can put his water in that river and send it on down to the Mississippi,
0: and he's incentivized to do that.
1: He's incentivized by the federal government to do that. Right. And then that'll cause a flood in the Mississippi, which is gonna cost, I don't know, FEMA's gonna have to pay a billion dollars to fix Saint Louis. But that's because we've subsidized the farmers in Yellow Medicine County for that. Isn't that interesting? And so the cause isn't you know, you could say, Well, that's global warming or whatever, you go, um, no, federal crop insurance <laughs> <laughs> And, nobody, and people will go are you crazy they go, well, what do you got 10 minutes mate? the answer is no <laughs> you know, so
0: but hey if global warming there's more federal spending to fix that problem right the never-ending right pile of spending money
1: right and then and whoever gets to dish the money out gets to be santa claus and that's, that's where that, the power that, at that's where the powers, and that's where how you get reelected, right you know, and I'd like to apologize right now for being such a gloomy uh, tour guide because <laughs> cause I know I bring it up all. What a crummy thing vacation. to do to your, your friends that yeah. visit you is to take them and tell, oh, this used to be a really cool pond.
0: <laughs> That's what you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Look at where I used to I used, to. I used to fish here. No more. With nothing now but a ditch. Yeah. yeah everywhere you
0: took us, yeah. this is what
1: I used to do. Sorry about yeah. that.
0: But, you know, we went west um, through South Dakota. Uh-huh. And we noticed a lot of those ponds. Right.
1: They had them. Well, first of all, it's not as good for farming out there. It's not as it's not the same. Cold, the soil, or is, it might be sandier soil. Uh, uh, it might not rain as much. You know what I mean? But if it was good for farming, they and they could find a way to drain those ponds. They drain them.
0: It would change the landscape in a hour. Definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 And you know, I know that we all change the landscape. You know, I mean, we kill the buffalo. Right and and right and at your home right here we're sitting in here, you know used to be, you know used to be rattlesnakes living here. <laughs> yeah, glad they're gone. You know? And so <laughs> right. we you know we all push out things. Yeah. Out so of, so know,
0: is it a bad thing that we have it, this industrialized?
1: Yeah. Socialist... And so the question is okay. To what when do we back off? You know I mean do we need national parks? Yes. Okay, why? Because it's important to have some land that's beautiful and like untouched. it used to be, untouched. And it's good for the earth. It's good for water. It's good for everything. And if we're ruining water with our farming practices, that's not a good thing, right? For right now, it works. Well, it works for crops. I mean, everything works. The Soviet Union worked in a way. Right. I mean, you could use... You, I mean, the, the South in American history worked, but you had you know, a couple million slaves you were right. making miserable. Will it work? Yeah, yeah. We had right. a lot of cotton and tobacco. Right. Okay. But there was a cost. It was called human dignity and, right. and, and, and torture. Right. So everything works to a degree. Hmm. But the question is should we change the way it's working? Should we free the slaves? Should we farm a little differently here? Should, um,
0: well, a lot of what's being driven is, is certain foods for certain things that they're mandating, like uh, ethanol.
1: Yeah, ethanol is another, yeah, yeah. It's forcing reason, to grow
0: nothing but miles and miles of corn, corn. Right. So I'm
1: incentivized we, to grow corn, not barley, not other things that maybe I should be growing here, right? Corn. Why? Because ethanol guarantees the price. It's a guaranteed price because ethanol uh, subsidies. Okay. And, and, the, and also uh, the tax on imported sugar. Beets. means now we need sugar beets and now we need corn syrup from the corn. High fructose corn syrup Or soda, for soda pop, right? And so those cornfields, you look at those, you go, "Oh, hmm, what's that good for?" It's good for ethanol. And by the way, the ethanol, the energy you get out of it is about the same as the energy you put into it, as far as making ethanol. It's a net zero. It's a zero. It's a net zero. It might be a net negative. In other words, this is bad for the earth, right? If you're getting less out of the earth, then you're destroying the earth. Getting then that's a zero. Or and a the negative. energy going into the production. Right. The energy coming out. Right. You're putting more diesel energy into it than you're getting out of it. This is bad for the earth. And the only way it
0: works is because the feds subsidize it.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's right. So when people say, hey, what happened to, you know, what happened? Why are these floods happening? Why is there a dead spot in the ocean? You go, federal subsidies. (laughs) (laughs) Stop saying global warming. Yeah.
0: It's federal subsidies. Right. The feds drive it all. Yeah, the money drives behavior. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So this.
0: Definitely. So, I mean, it was it kind of neat. It was pretty. I, we liked that the farmhouse was
1: really. Well, nice. you didn't see it after it's harvested, though. Right. When all the fields are harvested, it's all dirt. And it's then then you really we should have gone on a field trip and wow. you I, I would have depressing uh, as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Soviet Union time. You would have kicked me out of your Yukon because <laughs> it's just all dirt. And it's a it's a question I have as you go, well, look at all this dirt in the middle of October or the end of October. You go, there's no grass out there. There's nothing turning CO2 into oxygen, right? There's nothing living out there. It just looks like a brown pool table.
0: Except for all the wind
1: farms. Yeah, there are
0: some windmills. beautiful. Some... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was just gorgeous. You know
1: what? You get tired of seeing those things, don't you? No, those I... spinning things.
0: Well, you see a lot of, though, economic uh, energy, I guess you could say, because it seemed like all the trucks that were driving were either for farming or for pulling windmill right. blades around. You see a lot of that, don't you? Yeah, Right.
1: And you wonder, boy, well, that costs a lot of money getting that truck for one windmill blade. One blade. And then you have to have a truck ahead of you that says flashing lights. You have to stop traffic at any, every intersection because you should see how wide a turn that truck takes with that blade, <laughs> right? It's huge. It's a huge thing, and then when the when, in ten years you have to replace the blades, and, and landfills won't take those blades, so you have to. What the far what they're doing now is burying them on the la, on the land where the windmill is. They're burying those, they blades. dig a trench and bury it. Wow! And so you wonder, you go, My. "It's probably all fiberglass blades." It's, that's yeah, another some destruction kind of, a, of the you know right. What's it? How much oil does it cost to make those blades? How much energy wanted to make on those blades, and what's it doing in the and, ground? And they're decomposed. figuring out that's yeah. almost a net zero, and it's killing all the. Birds. And if you're going to make batteries for the to hold the blades, I mean to hold the, the uh, energy. energy, now you, that that's that's worse than a net zero because you have to have You have to have strip mines for the lithium and the cadmium and all these medium, all these minerals, right. right? And most of those are in Africa that's run by socialistic governments or China, and you go, wow. I bet that's worse than the uh, ethanol in Minnesota. I bet that's a worse <laughs> environmental catastrophe. Do you think right. a strip mine in the Congo would be a, you know, that's got to be an environmental catastrophe. One place to work. Well, right, and think about the damage to the environment so that, you know. And whatever batteries.
0: birds that are left are getting killed by them blades. Yeah, well, right. yeah, there are a lot of
1: predator birds like eagles and stuff that get killed by those they, blades. Yeah. You know, here's, here's an, I'm going to give you a little um, fact. Here. This is the only fact you need when you're talking to, to somebody that's in favor of solar panels, okay? Here it is. The, all you need is this one. Okay. okay. How much more square footage or square mileage does it take to produce a kilowatt if, uh, of, of solar panels versus Diesel. nuclear power nu- plants? Oh, nuclear. Okay. So, in other words, how big is the footprint of solar panels compared to a nuclear power plant— to produce the same amount of energy. You think it's twice as big?
0: Ten times, I would imagine. Here's the
1: answer. You ready? Four hundred and fifty times. So that's the only fact you need when you're arguing with somebody about, about solar power. And they four hundred and fifty yeah. times more square footage is required than, and so and when you look at these solar fields, you ever seen one?
0: They're a nightmare.
1: It's, it looks like blacktop.
0: It looks like Minnesota in October.
1: late October. <laughs> you look out there and you go, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen is a field of solar panels. Nothing lives under it. And we're, we're actually closing down power,
0: nuclear power plants.
1: Right. We're, f- we're fools, aren't we? That's
0: whatever government subsidies drive. It's, it's the behavior driven by federal uh, funding. That's crazy, huh? That's where we're heading. Yeah.
1: It's crazy because it, it fouls up your consequences, your rewards, your co- fouls up the free market to a degree that it, and what does it do? It it, it hurts the environment.
0: Right. And they blame everything on global warming. Right. So nobody's the greed Or greedy capitalists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right.
1: Right. Right.
0: So are you going to keep going back to Minnesota?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm going to figure something out. I'm going to, I'm going to go back. I might go to the Northwoods this year and hit, you know, fool around up there. We'll see. It is nice to get out of here when it's, you know, mega hot.
0: Yeah, it's still nice up there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't want to go up there and you know just complain to my farmer friends gonna, about they, not about their back farm practices. <laughs> <laughs> well, they better not listen to this one.
0: <laughs> no, don't listen to this one. No, they
1: they understand what I'm saying, and that I'm not criticizing them. And look, I worked for the government for thirty years, right? Right. So, I mean, for I'm, I'm for heaven's sake, I'm not saying. You guys need to be, you know, take more risks and be entrepreneurs because I never did. But I'm just, you know, what I'm saying. Well, they really can't. I mean, they really, you, you know, this needs to be almost a federal change in policy. Right. Right. And well, then, the farmers are kind of locked in. Right.
0: And then once you do that, people are going yeah, to suffer.
1: Yeah. To some, you you're going to have to change. Right. Yeah. Some guys might lose their farms. And I know they did this in New Zealand. They quit subsidizing all these things in New Zealand, and the farmers were outraged for a while. And now they've completely changed their farm practices, and they're growing different crops in the ever Crown. And a lot of farmers say, I like it better because I don't have to be, you yeah, know, I don't to have, the have to be, you know, uh, you know kissing the you-know-what of the federal government.
0: Right. right? So what, what's the answer? Is there an answer? Is the there answer, a problem?
1: Yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, there's a problem. There's an environmental problem, and there's also a monetary problem because this costs a lot of money, too. Yeah, lots and lots of
0: money that we don't have, that we digitize, right? It's
1: wonder how, yeah, you wonder how, how, how big the national debt can just go. Can you just run it up to $100 trillion? <laughs> What can you do? Yeah, what's the matter? That's the question, right?
0: As long as gas only costs 5 bucks a gallon. Nice and cheap.
1: <laughs> you know, and that's that's another podcast, but that that's probably going to go way up here.
0: Everything's going to get marked. It has
1: to because, I mean, the president administration wants to end fossil fuels, right? I mean, that was a promise that our president made was to end fossil fuels. He really did. You can Google it. It's not a problem. Google it. But if that happens, you're going to have more solar panels, more windmills, more batteries, more strip mines. It's like, whoa. It's going to be ugly. Wait for the carnage. The environmental carnage would be terrible.
0: Yeah. It's amazing what government mandates and the exceptions they make so here in Arizona you have to have all California you have to have ethanol in your fuel it's your only choice but all through the Midwest I can buy
1: non-ethanol gasoline yeah it's fascinating well Phoenix has the highest standards quote standards or regulations other than LA I believe for gasoline but the guys that produce it don't have to use it yeah, like, uh, you mean the guys that produce the, uh, the ethanol? The ethanol, right? No, in Minnesota you don't have to, yeah. and you don't want to use it in things like small engines and outboard motor engines. You don't want to use ethanol. No, now our new cars are kind of made for it, I guess. Right, but you know, if you got a lawnmower, don't put it in it.
0: Well, and good luck farming without diesel. Right. What a mess. Yeah,
1: it's a I'm sorry.
0: I, Happy podcasting. I'm sorry I took you on that tour. On that
1: tour. I apologize. Oh, we're coming back next summer. The Mr. Grumpy Tour Guide. <laughs> All right. Talk to you in the next one. All righty. Bye-bye.